this is a very special 420 episode of the Daily Shot of Inspiration. And right now you might be saying, was Joe, did Joe just rip two giant bong hits before rolling in? Or was that just a fun sound effect that he found on the interwebs? We'll never know. But part of that is the question of, does it matter if I just ripped a giant bong hit before hitting record? That's the question. Does it matter? And in this episode, we're going to look at a couple of things about cannabis and marijuana and the legalization, the illegalization, is that right? The criminalization of it and how it all came to be. We're going to look at some of the facts around cannabis and marijuana. And we're also going to look at some of the lies that we have been told from our government about marijuana. What? Lies from our government about marijuana? (gasps) Can't be. Say it ain't so. They would never lie to us. Well, my friends, I invite you all to take a moment. If you smoke, roll it up pack it up. If I'm offending you right now, I apologize. But seriously, take a moment, pack it up, smoke it up, light it up, maybe grab a cup of coffee. We're going to roll into a little break and then we're going to come back and we're going to look at the history of marijuana in the United States. All right, so let's look at first, since today is 420, what are the origins of the term 420? Where did this whole idea come from? And let me preface by telling you all, I did the research for this episode using ChatGPT, the artificial intelligence. Instead of me going out and doing all of the research, I said, hey, could you tell me about 420 and where 420 came from? So here we go. The origins of the term 420 as a code for cannabis consumptions are somewhat uncertain, but is believed to have originated in the early 1970s in California. A group of high school students who called themselves the Waldos would meet at 4.20 p.m. every day to smoke marijuana. They reportedly used 420 as a code word for marijuana, and the term eventually caught on among their peers. In the years that followed, the term 420 became more widely associated with cannabis culture. On April 20th, 420 became a day for celebrating and consuming cannabis. It is now commonly referred to as 420 Day or simply 420. Some people have attributed the origins of 420 Day to a Grateful Dead concert in San Francisco in 1971 where a flyer reportedly used the term 420 as a reference to smoking marijuana. However, this claim has been disputed. Regardless of its origins, 420 Day has become an important cultural event for many cannabis enthusiasts around the world and is often marked by events, concerts, and other celebrations, like today's celebrations. And I'm so curious because part of this, and just literally the way that we are all indoctrinated into society, by me putting this episode out, I'm questioning, oh my goodness, what are they going to think? Does Joe smoke weed? Does Joe smoke a lot of weed? When is Joe high right now? These are the stories that I tell myself. Because our whole life, we've been told this thing is bad. Now, why did this happen? Right? Why did this happen that we got this idea 
that marijuana is bad. So let's look at some of the facts about the criminalization of this plant. <clears throat> Excuse me. The criminalization of cannabis in the United States can be traced back to the early 20th century when Mexican immigrants brought the plant with them and it became associated with the use of these immigrants. This association led to increased social and racial tensions and cannabis was eventually outlawed in some states in, 1910, in the 1910s and the 1920s. The federal government involvement in the prohibition of cannabis began in the 1930s. At the time, Henry J. Anslinger was the head of the Federal Bureau of Narcotics, which later became the DEA. He began a campaign to demonize cannabis as a dangerous drug that posed a threat to public safety. Anslinger used propaganda and racist rhetoric to paint cannabis as a drug that made users violent and sexually deviant, and he claimed that it was being used by minorities and immigrants to corrupt white society. So let's just take a pause right there and let's look at that. That's not made up. That's a fact. That's what happened. Now I want you to think about this. When was the last time you saw somebody stoned high on marijuana starting a fight? Seriously, tell me when. I'd love to hear the story. If you know, if you've experienced someone that just gets so high and they want to beat everybody up, I'd love to know that story. Because I've never met anybody in my life like that. But I know a bunch of really angry drunk people. Interesting that marijuana, illegal, well, some places it's now legal, but illegal federally still, <clears throat> alcohol, totally legal. And what do we know happens when people get drunk? Oh, they get violent. And they do horrible things to other people. Interesting. Isn't that surprising that that's what they said about marijuana, yet it's the complete opposite. Don't let the people do the things that might make them feel good. Give them the alcohol. Yeah, they won't even realize. Anyway, let's get back to the story. One of Anslinger's key tactics was to link cannabis to violence and crime, despite a lack of evidence to support his claims. He also relied on sensationalized media reports and anecdotes to create a sense of fear and panic around cannabis. Hmm. Now, for my mom and dad, if you're listening, and everybody else that are in your 70s and 80s, I'm sorry, but yeah, we've all been lied to. And you all have been played. And the thing that gets me in putting this together and looking at this is literally how we, a group of people in the country, were played, completely lied to. And so we're all just like, ah, yeah, no big deal. No big deal. They're completely lying about all of this. And we're just cool to sit back and, and follow along. Why is that? That's a story for another day. But that goes down to the American educational system that teaches you just to be a worker bee and not to think for yourself. I digress, and we move back into the story. 
So after creating this panic, Anslinger's propaganda propaganda how about that propaganda campaign was successful, and in 1937, the federal government passed the Marijuana Tax Act, which effectively made cannabis illegal at the federal level. This law imposed heavy taxes on anyone who sold, imported, or produced cannabis, and it required them to register with the government and obtain a tax stamp. In the decades to follow, the government continued to push the narrative that cannabis was a dangerous drug that needed to be kept off the streets. This led to harsh criminal penalties and cannabis-related offensive and a growing stigma around cannabis use. It wasn't until the 60s and the 70s that the public attitude began to shift and people began to question the government's claims about cannabis. Despite this, cannabis remained illegal at the federal level until recently when a growing number of states began to legalize cannabis for medical and recreational use. And that is a mistake. It's still not legal at the federal level. It is only legal at state levels, which is absolutely ridiculous in 2023 that this is still illegal at a federal level. Now, I also then had this neat idea to ask ChatGPT to make a list of all of the things that the government has lied to us about marijuana. And let's just see all of the lies. So here are a list of 10 things that the United States government has lied to the people of the United States about. Marijuana. This is just marijuana. There are 10 lies. Marijuana is a gateway drug. Lie. There is no evidence to support the idea that marijuana leads to the use of harder drugs like cocaine or heroin. How about that? Marijuana is highly addictive. While marijuana can be a habit-forming, it is not considered to be highly addictive in the same way that drugs like opioids and nicotine are. Interesting that opioids and nicotine are legal. Hmm. Marijuana can, can cause permanent brain damage. Lie. Studies have shown that, marijuana, that while marijuana use can have an impact on cognitive function, any changes are typically temporary and do not result in permanent damage. Now, speaking from a personal level, I find myself to be more on point than I smoke a little. Yeah, how about that? Anyway, and it's going to be different for everybody. This is a judgment-free zone. Maybe you hate it. Maybe you have not had good experiences. Maybe you've never tried because you believed all of these lies. Lie number four, marijuana use is linked to schizophrenia. While there is a correlation between marijuana use and the development of schizophrenia, it is not clear whether marijuana use causes schizophrenia or whether people with schizophrenia are more likely to use marijuana. Isn't it interesting how we get manipulated? Marijuana use causes lung cancer. While smoking marijuana can has a negative effect on lung health, studies have not found a link between marijuana use and lung cancer. How about that? But those cancer sticks that are out there that you can buy wherever, right? Nicotine, cigarettes, totally cool. Totally gives you cancer. Totally legal. 
Interesting, don't you think? Number six, marijuana is a dangerous drug. That's a lie. <laughs> While any substance can be harmful if used inappropriately, marijuana is generally considered to be less harmful than many legal substances, including alcohol and tobacco. Number seven, marijuana is a scheduled one drug. The classification of marijuana as scheduled drug means that it is considered to have no medical value and a high potential for abuse. However, this clarification is widely considered to be outdated and inaccurate. Exactly. Another lie, because it does not do any of those things that Scheduled One drugs do. Number eight, legalizing marijuana will increase crime rates. Ha, huh, lie. Studies have shown that legalizing marijuana does not lead to increase in crime rates. Number nine, marijuana is a moral issue. Well, some people may view marijuana as a moral issue, the decision to use marijuana is ultimately a personal one that should be made, on ba uh, made based on individual beliefs and values. That's right. We're all grown-ups. We're all grown-ups. If you want to smoke this this weed, literally, that just grows, why? Why can't you? Hmm? Because it might actually allow you to open up, connect more to yourself, and we don't want that. How can we control them if they actually understand everything's inside of them? Anyway, that's the story for another day. And number 10, marijuana use is incompatible with a healthy lifestyle. Lie. While excess use of marijuana can have negative effects on physical and mental health, moderate use is generally considered to be compatible with a healthy lifestyle. And I know many, many, many of fitness professionals and instructors and professional athletes that use marijuana to train and to perform. Hmm, again, interesting. Don't use this. Instead, use these, use these pills, use these things that you know are going to give you 18,000 different side effects. You might grow a tail, but it's totally, totally cool because it's going to keep your brain shut down. Oh, that's going to open up your brain? Yeah, can't use that. Can't use that. Now, there are the 10 lies. Let's look at 10 facts. 10 facts about the benefits of marijuana. And I know today is a longer episode, but, you know, we're celebrating. It's 420 day. And if my, literally it's these little passions that I have, and it's just the awakening that we have been lied to about so many things. And here's this beautiful plant. Yes, people can misuse it in ways that people can misuse anything. But can we have the self-responsibility to be given the freedom to make the decision on our own if we want to smoke this weed. Now let's look at the facts. Number one, marijuana can help alleviate chronic pain. Oh, that would be horrible, right? Cannabis has been shown to reduce pain associated with conscious, or sorry, with conditions like multiple sclerosis, neuropathy, and cancer, right? But yet the government is telling us it can cause cancer when in actuality, it can help you. Number two, marijuana can reduce anxiety and depression. Studies have shown that marijuana can help alleviate symptoms of anxiety and depression, as well as improve your mood. But don't do that. Take this pill. Take this pill over here. So much better for you. And the pill, it's legal. You might never be able to wean yourself off of it, but don't worry. Come on, it'll help with that anxiety. 
Number three, marijuana can reduce inflammation. Cannabis has an anti-inflammatory properties that can help alleviate symptoms of condi- symptoms or conditions like arthritis and Crohn's disease. That just sounds horrible, right? Oh my goodness. It's actually helping with my inflammation. Number four, marijuana can improve sleep. Some strains of marijuana have sedative properties that can help promote relaxation and improve sleep. Number five, marijuana can alleviate symptoms of PTSD. Studies have shown that cannabis can help reduce symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder by regulating the body's response to stress. Hmm, how about that? Another reason. Don't do that. That's bad for you. You're not going to feel so stressed. Right? You're not going to feel so stressed. And again, let me say this. I'm not a medical doctor, and I'm not saying walk around and be stoned all the time. But what I want to share is that there are so many benefits to this wonderful plant, and so many people don't realize it because your government has lied to you for so long. Number seven. Sorry, number six. Marijuana can reduce seizures. Some strains of marijuana have been shown to help reduce the frequency of and severity of seizures in people with epilepsy. Again, another beautiful way this plant can help people. Nah, it's illegal. Take this pill instead. Marijuana can improve appetites. Yes, it can stimulate your appetite, making it a useful treatment for conditions like anorexia. Number eight, marijuana can be used as an alternative to opioids. With the opioid epidemic on the rise, cannabis has been proposed as a safe alternative to traditional pain medicines. How about that? Nah, let's give them the super, super addictive thing. It will probably end up ruining their life. Number nine, marijuana can help alleviate symptoms of glaucoma. Studies have shown that cannabis can reduce inter collacular pressure, making it a potential treatment for glaucoma. And that's one of them we've been hearing about forever. Like back in the day when the first medical cards were were being released, there was like, I got glaucoma. And number 10, marijuana can help alleviate nausea and vomiting associated with chemotherapy and other medical treatments. Every single one of those positive 10 things that I just mentioned are reasons that this plant literally should be everywhere. There are aspects of this plant that can help everyone. And again, I'm not saying just sit down and rip bong hits. No. Find a way to use it the way that it works for you. Not as a crutch, but as a tool, like anything else. And hopefully, every year, we learn a little bit more. And every year, more of us start waking up and realizing that our government has been lying to us and we actually stop voting for little Bobby because little Bobby is somebody's friend from down the road. Who cares about little Bobby from your hometown that's running for office? Vote for the people that actually care and actually want to make change. If there's a politician out there that you're voting for and they are still thinking that it's 1930 with these ridiculous marijuana laws, you should probably start looking around and see who might be a better fit to represent you and your community because it's 2023. And I'm just going to leave it at that. It's 2023, not 1930. 
It's time that we start living our truth and living the truth of all of the things that we've been given on this planet. It's time that we all start stepping up and saying, hey, government, we know you're lying to us. We're not going to take it anymore. You see, we can all start talking like this and communicating with one another. Why do you think they want to ban TikTok? Because people are talking and actually spreading the truth, and people are waking up and saying, oh my goodness, my whole life, I, I really thought marijuana was bad, and it would make little Bobby crazy. But actually, that might help little Bobby focus and feel better about himself. Right? We've all been programmed into this. This is it's bad. It's bad. It's a drug. So I hope today's extra long episode celebrating 420 inspires you to do a little research on all of the things that you're interested in. And right now in 2023, it's that perfect environment. Open up ChatGPT. Google ChatGPT. Create an account. It's free. Start asking questions that you want to know about. Literally type in there, what has the United States government lied to the people about? And just sit back and you'll be amazed at how we are lied and manipulated to keep us controlled. You're an infinite, sovereign, creative being. You're in complete control of your life. If you want to smoke a little weed, smoke a little weed. Have a good time. Enjoy this precious life. Be responsible. Again, this is not medical advice. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I'm just trying to share a little bit of knowledge, wisdom, and, and insights with you all. Thanks for being here, everybody. Smoke them if you got them. Have a beautiful day. I'll see you all back here tomorrow.